In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in, to kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the August 22nd edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a reality-based mashup of contemporary events compiled from the world's great newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped in part from Harper's Magazine at harpers.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And now, the news. Hezbollah declared victory in its 34, in a 35-day war now with Israel. Or it's a 34-day war. It's uh, over with. I uh, guess, said President George W. Bush, I would have done the same thing if I were them. Declared victory. Oh, they declared victory. Yeah, yeah, he would declare victory. He would have done that. Yeah, he yeah, would have done that. No matter what happened, he would have done that. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. It's good to know. Yeah, yeah, because anytime he declares victory, say mission accomplished. Exactly. Yeah, it's it, it's just sta- he, you know pretty what? vacant. I think that, you know what? They should have taken a cue from him. They should mm-hmm. have had Olmart stand on the aircraft carrier, the USS Lincoln. I wonder what sort of and- cod piece he would have been wearing. President, Prime Minister, Ehud Elmer, Olmert. Yeah. I have trouble with that one. Uh, Ehud Olmert. President. I want to say, call him Elmert. Yeah. Ohud Elmert. No. That's no, not right. It's Olmert. Pledged that Israel would do better in what Defense Minister Amir Peres referred to as the next road. An official said killing Hezbollah leader Sheikh Nasrallah was a top priority. Dan Hullett, chief of staff of the Israeli Defense Forces, was under fire for selling all of his stocks in the hours before the war began. He sold stocks? I guess so. So it says right here. Well, I mean, right it, in the news. Were they? Was it stocks in Israeli army stuff? I mean, what was it? Was, <laughs> army stuff. I, I that mean, was it. I, if you look under I A M S T U F F stuff. Yeah, I'm just curious. I don't know what that. I don't know either. Okay, I don't know. But he was was under fire. Well, yeah, they're under fire because they lost. Well, they didn't. I don't know, (laughs) losing, winning, whatever. But they uh, they certainly did not. It wasn't mission accomplished. They wanted to get take Hezbollah completely out of the mix, Mm -hmm. destroy them and the infrastructure and all that. And they seem to have not been able to accomplish that. We would call this the neocon strategy. (laughs) I guess so. Beat someone up until they get really angry and and get sympathizers. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then eventually come back. To haunt you, and, and yeah, that's what is going to happen here. Hezbollah is far from far from done. They're, they apparently are. Yeah. Anyway, in South Africa, Shlomo Goldwasser, you know Shlomo Goldwasser, <coughs> right? Oh yeah. He's I've, the father of the Israeli soldier kidnapped by Hezbollah on July 12th. Urged the world to defeat his son's captors. If Israel won't finish the job, you will find them here. He said they will kidnap your sons. In South Africa. They're coming down to South Africa. Speaking of which, uh um, the Israeli government has uh, abducted two more Palestinians. Two more members of the Palestinian parliament were abducted. The parliament. Yeah, were abducted. uh, This was on Saturday. Yeah. Then on Sunday, another senior Palestinian parliament figure was seized by Israeli troops. Both officials are members of the ruling Hamas party. Yeah. So there you go. They believe in democracy unless you vote for the wrong guy. Then you'll be kidnapped. Then you'll be kidnapped. Yeah. I think we ought to try that over here. You know, I like that yeah. idea. Now you say that I'm starting to warm up to that idea. Yeah. Who, who are we going to kidnap we could today, ab- Mike? We, I, no, we're going to abduct. 
Oh, abduct. That's yeah. right. We're not going to ab- kidnap. That's not, that's <laughs> such a that's such a bad word. Yeah. We're going to abduct, detain, and reeducate. Uh huh. That's what we need to do. I don't know. Let's, George, we George start, Allen. So we can start a list. Let's George put it, let's let's start a weekly signals list of abductees. People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals announced it was willing to work with Hezbollah to aid suffering Lebanese animals. <laughs> well, I mean, Syrian they president apparently care more about the animals there than we care. By the way, and I pointed this out a couple of weeks ago, most of these people are Palestinians that are in southern Lebanon. Most of the people that are being killed are Palestinians who would like to go back to Pal- to the land that they were given by uh, UN Resolution 242, but apparently will not be able to go back to. They're forbidden. Apparently. Syrian President Basra Assad called those who doubted Hezbollah's half-men. He called them half-men. Mm-hmm. If you doubt me, you are half-a-man. Why, why, why stop at half? Wait, wait, who is this? Who yeah. are you talking about? That would be Nasrallah? Syrian president. Oh, Syrian. Oh, okay. Basar Assad. Assad, yeah. Half men. Why would he stop at half? I don't know. What is with well, the what's half his man? Point? His point is you're only half a man if you disagree with him? Half man. <laughs> no, if, if you, you're not listening. I am If you listening. doubt Hezbollah, if you doubt them. Well, okay. It's kind of an overarching. Yeah, I understand. You know, it, it's the whole, yeah. the whole oh, ball of wax there. Okay. Do not doubt this thing we call Hezbollah. This, uh, yeah. Half man. An Arab newspaper called Assad a rose that failed to bloom. A Virginia senator, George that, Allen, that would be, yeah. called an Indian-American man with a mullet a macaca. Okay. You, you saw that, right? You uh, saw yeah. that. That was all over. Yeah. All over everywhere. Do we, that, that's almost old news now. It really almost yeah. is, but let's, I mean, in case somebody doesn't know, didn't hear this, and that would be that macaca uh-huh. is, is slang for what is euphemistically referred to in this country it's a as, racial slur. as the N-word. Yeah, it's a racial slur. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, it, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a it's this a was a guy that was was, was videotaping uh, Alan's appearance. Yeah. He was videotaping on behalf of the guy he's who's running, running against him, and he was apparently kind of called out, singled out by Alan, and who then proceeded to make <laughs> uh, you know referencing him as a macaca. I love I love our representatives. You know this guy. Well, let's from the get South. to the real news. You are He's Virginia. You have apparently overlooked the big news. Snipers killed twenty pilgrims at a Shiite oh. festival in Baghdad. Oh. A government employee noted that it was an improvement over the last year when nearly 1,000 died in stampedes. Yeah, I yeah. saw that. I read this. Uh, this was in the Times. This was, they said this was a su- success, an enormous yeah. success is what yeah. they said. Only 1,000 people got shot and killed. <laughs> I, mean, well, I, I mean, only 20 this time, 1,000 the first yeah, time. Okay. It's, hard, I, yeah. it's hard not to have a successful event. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait. You set they, the bar high. I can't wait. Until uh, we're describing the Rose Parade this way, because uh-huh. God knows I've thought about picking up a rifle a few times watching that Rose Parade, but, you know, that's just me. What on earth are you talking about? Iran was launching missiles at Kurds and cracking down on decadent satellite dishes. Yeah. 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 Supreme Leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei mm-hmm. vowed the country would continue to pursue its nuclear program forcefully. Because it's a peaceful program. Uh-huh. And President Mahmoud Ahmadinejad yeah. said the United States should be disarmed. <laughs> well, yeah. that's, I mean, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. and every once in a while, somebody says something that's uh, actually, let's, maybe not completely, but I think we need to, maybe, we need to disarm somewhat. How's that? Not that I, never mind. Eleven people alleged to be part of a plan to blow up several transatlantic airliners were charged. The Scotland Yard revealed new details of an immense investigation. Yeah. Boy, I don't know if you're reading many of the blogs or any of that kind of internet stuff, but they're punching holes in this case by the by the hour. Well, and well, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not saying that these guys weren't involved in a very dark and dastardly plot to blow up these airliners. I don't know that that's not true. Well, but I think, there's a lot of questions about timing and yeah, you know just the time, how they get threatened. The United States wanted, for some reason... To, to make news. Yeah. Because the Brits were looking into this and they wanted to look into it further. Right. The people that they were investigating did not have passports. Or had not bought plane tickets. Yes. Yeah, so so that process right there takes quite a while. And to describe this as an imminent threat puts an urgency on it that wasn't quite there yet. And it only is kind of a, it's a lame justification for why you were doing it at that particular point in time. Right. Right. And then there was the speculation yeah. that this, the timing of the announcement of these arrests coincided a day or two after Ned Lamont had beaten Lieberman in the Connecticut Democratic primary. And the thought was, was he was the first sort of overtly um, withdraw from Iraq candidate to be nominated by a major party. Mm-hmm. And that this was a counterspin to what had happened, this, this, I'm making this announcement about these the arrests of these Brits uh, was intended to sort of take that off the front page of the newspaper. I don't know if that's true. I, I'm just saying that I'm repeating it because I read it somewhere. <laughs> you read it on the internet. Yeah. So I'm not even so. It's, it's so it there. Does, that doesn't mean anything. It it means something. Of, of those, I, what they? I think I initially they they arrested 24. Was that what it was? 24. And They're then down to 11 people, and now it's down to 11. eight. Were charged with two. Two charges mm-hmm. of conspiracy to murder and with preparing acts of terrorism. Yeah. The other three, including a young mother and a 17-year-old boy, were charged with lesser offensives, offenses. Another 11 other suspects are still in custody. One woman was released. So that, that breaks it down for you. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying that these guys didn't, weren't, weren't going to do this. I'm really not. But I on the radio the other day, I heard a gentleman who's an expert in munitions describe what it would take to mix one of these liquefied bombs. And if he, if he's anything close to what the reality of it is, you would not be able to do this very easily. You need a cocktail shaker. You need that's a cocktail shaker. That's you the need one a thing. Shaker. And you just, you know, and good cocktail shakers, God knows, are hard to find. Uh-huh. Yeah, right there. You're, you've, got, you're, you've got an uphill climb right there. But it didn't seem as if, like you have to, for an hour... Uh-huh. You have to mix this stuff and wait for an hour, and it gives off some god awful stench. And I'm imagining if you were in a in well on a plane, no if one you were noticed. In a, yeah, yeah, if you were in a plane bathroom for an hour, uh-huh. and this horrific stench were coming out of it, yeah, I can't imagine. Uh, well, that's not to say there's never been a horrific stench coming out of a airline bathroom. That's where you go if but, you if you but, want to concoct but something. I, I find that it, it did sound like this is a very very unlikely thing to have happened. The Interior Department was set to open a vast area of environmentally sensitive wetlands in Alaska to new oil drilling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, boy. 
That's even as the uh, yeah that pipeline floating pipelines yeah. in that's uh, great Prudho Bay. You know these guys just, just you know on. it's as if it's as if nothing phases them. They just keep going forward. They're like the you know the the ever ready bunny. They are these they're the, these people really are yeah the the army of Terminator robots. They just it's absolutely relentless. Doesn't matter. You know, science be damned. The environment be damned. Just keep going. Senator John McCain called for immediately adding more U.S. troops on the ground in Iraq. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he calls for more. We need more. We would call that the failed Vietnam War strategy. Well, and if... You, and he should know. Well, in a sense, that is true, because there was a long period of time, uh, from about 64 to about 67, 68, where there were a few hundred thousand. And then Johnson ramped it up to a half a million. People forget there were a half a million American soldiers at one time stationed in, in, in Vietnam. And mm-hmm. this, is a, this is a country that's, I don't think, much bigger than, like, Montana. Or some, I, mean, I remember the square footage was some square footage. Square, footage. square mileage was something they akin to... Put the couch over in the yeah, corner. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, can you imagine a half a million soldiers in, you know, in, I don't know if it was Montana. It was, it was some state. <laughs> I Montana. don't remember. It was a state. It, it was a state. In, know, the middle of the, of the, in, in the middle of the country. One of the 50 states. Well, wasn't South what Dakota, my point is? It's Montana. not that big a place. Could to have. have been Idaho. It could have been. It you never know been. how, how might, big that pan. I don't think. Is. I don't think it was Rhode Island. Yeah. I think it was bigger than Rhode Island and smaller than California. So you guys just pick a state. But imagine a it half was, a million. It was state size. Just imagine is what we half we a million. That's the shorthand soldiers in an area somewhere between easy Rhode Island and and California. Yeah. Just that's imagine. only. That's only. <laughs> just imagine five Rose Bowls. <laughs> It'd be easy. Just imagine it. Yeah, well, with all the equipment and everything. They took up a lot of real estate. Senator McCain was also busy locking up a <laughs> cast of top-shelf Republican strategists, policy experts, fundraisers, and donors in a methodical effort to build a 2008 presidential campaign machine, much like um, Hillary's doing right oh, now. He yeah. wants to be the, uh, you know, the default. He, want, nobody want, he doesn't want anyone else to jump in. So he's building this, and, and he's apparently very successful at it, building this huge war chest. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be McCain against Clinton. I don't know. Uh, I don't think. I think. Uh, I think Hillary is not going to come out of this primary without some nicks and bruises. Uh, I think she's going to get beat up. I don't know how how viable Jonathan Tassini is uh-huh. as a candidate and his campaign and all the rest of it. But if they can get her to debate him or him to yeah. debate her, he will tear. He will pull some flesh off of her in, in terms of her position on the war in Iraq and her consistent support for this war. He's, she's not Joe Lieberman, but she's pretty close to Joe Lieberman. I think there's some real, real problems for Hillary. I'm going to jump back in the Middle East for a second. Yeah, you can. Oh, I guess we were there with, with McCain. Yeah. Hezbollah handed out bundles of cash to people whose homes were wrecked by Israeli bombing. This is very, very reasonable amount. It is not small, mm-hmm. said Aman Jabbar. Mm-hmm. Twenty-seven, mm-hmm. holding twelve thousand dollars in banknotes. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, they just they just handed it over. Apparently, uh-huh. this is all just propaganda. It, yeah, it's exactly China's ambassador to the United Nations in Geneva told the United States in no uncertain terms to shut up and keep quiet on the subject of Beijing's growing military spending. I can't blame him. This is. I mean, I, what is it right now? It's probably a tenth, well, a fifteenth of yeah, our military yeah, spending. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, and yeah, I mean, we've used we've thrown this fact around a few times, and that is the U.S. spends almost as much, just a, just a little bit under what the rest of the world spends on military expenditures. We so throw that around. We've thrown that. We've thrown that around. Combined, the rest of the world combined. Combined, we yeah. spend almost as much as the rest of the world combined yeah. on our U.S. So China says. So they're shut up. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. The U.S. Department of Justice will appeal a ruling by a U.S. District Court that the National Security Agency's warrantless wiretap program is unconstitutional in an injunction order to immediate an immediate halt to the program. U.S. District Judge. Taylor tore her into the warrantless surveillance, which she found as violating the separation of powers doctrine, the Administrative Procedures Act, the First and Fourth Amendments of the Constitution, the FISA, and Title III. In announcing the appeal, White House Secretary, Press Secretary Tony Snow, claimed that the program is fully grounded in law. Yeah, well, of forget about the, con- the Constitution. Well, what did El Jefe say? We got say? the law. What on did our El Jefe say? What did our esteemed president say? What did he, he say? He said he strongly disagrees. Yeah. With this last week's judicial ruling that his administration's warrantless wiretap program was unconstitutional and must be stopped. And let me, I'm going to read just one or two lines here from Taylor's decision, which was, "quote Taylor said there are no hereditary kings in America, uh-huh. and no powers not created by the Constitution." She yeah. she basically said that we that uh, Bush is acting like a monarch. She just found that out. Uh huh. Yeah. And this is yeah, yeah. A federal judge ruled that tobacco companies have violated civil racketeering laws, including that cigarette makers conspired for decades to deceive the public about the dangers of their product and ordering the companies to make landmark changes in the way cigarettes are marketed. But she also said that under the appellate court ruling of 2005 there are she would not impose billions of dollars in penalties sought by the justice department yeah of course not so she they got a slap in a hand yeah well they, they had to acknowledge the facts the facts are as they keep coming out more and more papers released forced to be released by judicial rulings uh that these uh cigarette companies knew in the 50s that they were killing people with their product in Continue. What the heck? Yeah. I mean, they knew they were killing people. Yeah. I, th- I mean, think about this for a minute. A company, a pro- an industry worth, I mean, was just, yeah, well, we, yeah, we're killing people and we know it. But you know what? If we can make it cool to kill people. Well, it's okay to kill people as long as you let them know that they're being killed. <laughs> well, you know yeah, what I'm the, saying? Yeah, In that the, case, if they're doing something, yeah. you know, if you're, yeah. if you're making a product that's shortening the life of someone, it'd yeah. be nice to... Tell them well, and and, and, let, and let's also making it a let's, health benefit. And let's say let's ba- and even go further than that and say these people continued to deliberately deceive people mm-hmm. with pseudo scientists or pseudoscience scientists putting their name on these reports and studies that yeah. said that it wasn't killing people, that it actually had health benefits. So that's not a that's that's, that's more no, than just well we didn't know they knew and they actively deceived. You people. better change now. That was the uh, yeah, that was the response was, of our government. Yeah. Pope Rottweiler, <laughs> yeah, Benedict the Sixteenth yeah. complained that being pope is really tiring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at the guy before you. Yeah, yeah, they had to wheel him around. <laughs> That's true. 
and and emphasize that seeing the funny side of life is crucial. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a riot when you're when was, you're, you're pope. pope. Yeah. yeah, I I always see pope. He's yeah, always you get to wear those funny hats. Them up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been telling you, it never fails to break up a room when you walk in with one of those hats. You got one and, of those party yeah. favor things. Yeah, you know, big old that, yeah, oh! and that staff, yeah. and you're just people are just chuckling from start to finish. Yeah, I'm here every Sunday. <laughs> it was reported that U.S. military recruiting recruiting violations rose in 2005, as did the number of troops discharged for homosexuality. Ooh. Yeah. Nathan, I cannot believe you still haven't gotten to the most important story of the week. I, I, I was saving that for last, I and I'm letting you do it. No, I don't Go let ahead. me do it. Go ahead. Don't let me. I want Stop you to do before. it. No. Please. No. Okay, then I won't do it. You do it so well. Nope. All right, I'll do it. Uh John Benet Ramsey. (gasps) You did it. No, I I refuse to do that. That's it. Water scarcity around the world was increasing faster than expected. With agriculture accounting for 80% of global water consumption. May I put a fine point on that? Mr. Never never saw a slab about of meat that he didn't love. Yeah, water, yeah. Water scarcity? What about yeah, it? Yeah, I'm just going to say, most of the water goes into um, cattle feed yeah. and all that kind of stuff. I don't, I don't eat cattle. I know. I, I know you fish. don't. You I don't eat. like red meat. All right. Yeah, right. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, I really don't like right, red okay, meat. Okay. I, I'm, I'm being a hypocrite because I do occasionally eat. I'm a flexitarian. A what? A flexitarian. Flexitarian? You're an uh, omnivore. Something like that. A hypocritical omnivore. That's what I am. Omnivore. Paul Manger of Johannesburg's University of Winterwaterland. Yeah. Witwatersrand. Yeah. Said the supersized brains of dolphins, whales, and porpoises are a function of being warm blooded in cold water and not a sign of intelligence. Kill them all. The South African based scientist says lab rats and even goldfish can outwit dolphins. Uh, and, yeah, it makes me feel good all over. I'm going to go eat me a dolphin right get, now. Let's go puncture yeah. a dolphin somewhere and yeah. drag it onto the shore and <laughs> carve it up. A massive voter registration drive was being orchestrated by James Dobson. You remember Dobson, one of the nation's leading right, religious I, right yeah. politicos. Focus on the family. He's backing George Bush. Of course he is. And he loves, this. Is, his platform includes uh, knocking down the walls of between... Church and state. Knocking them down. Knocking them down. You say it, brother. Demonizing gays. Amen. Thwarting stem cell research. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Bashing public schools. Amen. Yeah. I, don't I, I need a witness. <laughs> Can I get a witness? And censoring artistic <laughs> expression. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's, he's uh, a, he's, he's, he is one. And what? No, is this it? I got a finally. Oh, uh, wait, wait, I got one. Are you what? Okay. I got it. You didn't. Even, you just brushed right by it. John Benet Ramsey. I can't. I can't talk about that. I stuff. do want to talk about it's it in one, one context. Stupid, one context. Yeah, one context. That, that the news is is focusing on it, and you're going to focus on it too. Yeah. Uh, all on Thursday, ABC, CBS, NBC all led the nightly news broadcast with the latest on John Benet Ramsey. Yeah. ABC devoted twice as much coverage of that as they did to the National Security Agency uh-huh. surveillance program, uh, the major ruling, the ruling that it was unconstitutional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Twice as much. Twice as much. Well, CBS yeah, devoted important. seven times as much airtime to Ramsey as the NSA story, and NBC devoted 15 times the amount of 
coverage. Fifteen? Fifteen times the time amount. Well, it's because it a lunatic who probably didn't do it in Thailand is more important than finding out that the president's been engaged in an unconstitutional, illegal program for the last five years. Who is this John Bazay Ramsey of which you <laughs> all right. speak? All right, that's all. I just had to get that in there. And finally, the U.S. government misplaced the original recording of the first moon landing, oh, including astronaut Neil Armstrong's famous One Small Step for Man, One Giant Leap for Mankind footage. Weekly Signal's Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.